Hey, hey, we're the Brightsiders. Listen to Mrs. Brightside. I'm gonna get this episode out to close on time. Alright, that's that's me getting getting uh, ready for the show here, guys. I have two guests on this episode. One likes reality TV, one does not. So this is sort of a little moderator situation I had. A little bit of, uh, different since it's the ladies from the podcast, We Need Therapy. Danica and Dana. Wow, like uh, the D's and I'm two D's and I'm double L. Um, just just a lot of consonants in this episode, guys. And um, before we get started with the bright side of reality TV, be sure to step on over to FredsBS.com. Get yourself some blondies at twenty percent off when you use my code Brightside. Enjoy, guys. Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. All right, guys. You're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. I said it slow this time, so I didn't mix them up. But um, oh yeah, I forgot to offer booze, uh, marijuana. Anybody need anything? I normally would mm-hmm. say booze. But I also have to drive home, and yeah. I know myself. <laughs> no, I'm 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 good and thankful for the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you for offering. We're gonna do a sober podcast. <laughs> um, Jennifer's having like a, a health kick where <laughs> I like stop drinking when. Yeah. When you're around me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always feel weird drinking around you because you never drink. She's allergic to alcohol. Oh, I'm sorry. That's like I the know. worst thing ever. It is, but it's. It's a fact of life, so I wish I could, but sometimes she'll like be ballsy, so her body doesn't process the enzyme, and so she'll have like oh. one drink and she'll be drunk, and so sometimes like real that's bad, amazing. yeah. Sometimes she's like, "Let's do it! I'll have one!" Yeah. and then like fun Danica <laughs> comes out, but that's only usually on special occasions like her birthday or if we go to Vegas or something. Yeah, like yeah. very very special. <laughs> I wish I could get drunk on one. Like I always feel bad for people with celiacs too because my favorite things are beer and Chinese food. Yeah. So like that's like that would just be a huge punishment to me. When I first moved out here, um, I tried to order Chinese food from back home in Philadelphia because oh, I forgot. You did. I forgot that I was out here and I was super <laughs> super drunk and I always <laughs> called the same place when I was drunk because I was like, yes, I'm drunk. I need Chinese food. And I called Temple Star in Philadelphia and then they were like. We're, we're closed. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, you guys are open until 2 a.m. And they were like, it, no. They were like, we're, we're closed. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, never mind then. So, well, it's weird that they answered even though they were yeah. closed. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. they were closing. Oh, yeah. And, like, when... So it wasn't 2 a.m. here. Right. Yeah. It was, like, 11. <laughs> and Close. I was, and I was wasted. Because, you know... It's just how I've lived my life. I've grown very much since then. <laughs> I like to say that I have, but sometimes then there are other times where you black out on New Year's. <laughs> I used to hide pretzels in the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would make soft pretzels, and then you would find them in the couch the next morning. That was that was me. That was That's me. your snack for later. Yeah. I know, and, and I've forgotten to have you guys introduce yourselves. Oh. Because, we, because I went, and I was like, ooh, tangent. Because uh, that's what this is about. 
But yeah, introduce yourselves, ladies. Who are you and why are you here? So I'm Dana. Yeah. And I'm Danica. And we're from I Know We Need Therapy. We are a podcast. podcast. <laughs> yes. We're a podcast. Uh, and we're two best friends. And we basically just complain to each other and talk to each other about like everyday life problems. And we have the worst luck ever. And so yeah. we just think it'd be, you know, helpful to others to know that you're not alone because literally anything that happens to you happens to us and it's hilarious most of the time yeah (laughs) um i have an obsession with the four hollywood chrises and danica has an obsession with rami malik it's it's Uh, weaning it's weaning i've been okay it's and she also has an obsession with Pete Wentz. That one's not weaning. That I'm one is like, not weaning. I'm trying to see. Like, I have a Chris Pratt pop, for, as, uh, and then I have a Chris uh, Evans. There's Captain America. They're in the oh, main show. What a but nice I don't case. have Hemsworth or uh, Pine, which, I honestly, people are going to be shocked. Who do you think my favorite Chris is? Hemsworth. Yeah. Pine. Are you correct? My favorite Chris is fine because you know, actually, my favorite Chris is not even on the list because it's Maloney. But you know what? Chris Pine was in Wet Hot American Summer with Christopher Maloney, mm-hmm. and he's really funny in it too. Fun fact about Chris Pine and yeah. me. <laughs> I love telling this fun fact. It's um, a good fun fact. Chris Hemsworth's the prettiest though. Oh, I I think Chris Evans is the prettiest. Chris Pratt yeah. is my Chris, Chris of choice. Chris yeah. Hemsworth is definitely the most built like yeah he's the he's the thickest i much prefer a dad bod like fat chris pratt i'm all about that oh but, yeah like he's made a few choices lately like I, I didn't really care for him not really sticking up for james gunn that will always leave a bad taste in my mouth because mm. i mean that dude basically made him <laughs> Which, he's back yeah. on the movie now so. i know yeah thank yeah. god because yeah. now i can see it but. yeah mm-hmm. um but the chris pine story i was actually at an event um, a few years ago, and uh, I met Chris Pine, and he kissed oh, me. Oh, man. And it was... Half a lip kiss. Half a lip kiss. Yeah. Best moment of my life. <laughs> That's even better than Dancing with Zachary Levi, which is my claim to fame at Comic-Con. She also year. loves Zachary yeah. Levi. What? I just got the new Shazam pop. Like, I just saw Shazam on Saturday. It's amazing, isn't oh. it? Because I'm finally glad more people have seen it, because I saw it a few weeks ago, and like I... I I said best comic book movie ever. People were attacking me on Twitter for that. And I'm like, you know what? Now suck my dick because now all the reviews are coming in and everyone else is saying it. It was definitely as good as Wonder Woman and was Marvel caliber. Caliber. Yeah. I said caliber. I'm just making up words. Yeah. Danica does I didn't, not. I didn't yeah. see it. So. She, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't talk the comic book talk as hard as I do. I apologize because so, then you look around my house and no. I'm a big old nerd. No, <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm a nerd like, in all wow. other ways. It's just it's not it's not my thing. I'm yeah. happy to. That's her thing. She yeah. goes with me to a select few. She'll go with me to like the Marvel big blockbusters. Most of them, I just wasn't interested in seeing Shazam. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will say though, if like it's not really your thing because it's like too nerdy, uh, let me just be clear about Shazam that if you think Zachary Levi is hot, he's in a sexy red suit the whole time. That helps. And it's just like a good movie overall. And that's why I think even if you're not like a comic booky person, you'll enjoy it, especially if you like like 
lighthearted, like kid, like family type movies. Because I'm like, this is like a good family movie. Yeah. Like, and so like, it's something I could see being enjoyable for someone who isn't a big fan. Is yeah, I have a friend too that that's not her thing, but Shazam and Wonder Woman she likes. So like, yeah, yeah. So. God bless yep. you. God bless well, you. My dog has allergies because we're both. I have to clean the patio because there's just yellow pollen, pollen everywhere. All over Me too, it. buddy. I feel it. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Where were we? We got sidetracked talking about hot yeah. people. I know. <laughs> like, as I say, fair warning. Like now that I know you're a fellow nerd, it will happen. Like, because yes. do you watch The Flash? I don't. Oh. I don't have enough time to watch TV shows, and so I have oh, not horrible. added anything new to my repertoire in probably the last three years. And TV has honestly been so good, even though some of my favorite shows are in And now, like, one of my favorite shows of all time, 15 seasons, will be it next year, Supernatural. But, yeah. <gasps> Love Supernatural. That's actually one that I can talk about. I yeah, you're like, that's the one I watch. I'm like, what kind of Supernatural? I'm literally just so excited when other nerds are here because I've yet to find someone who is caught up on The Flash and can talk about Gorilla Grodd and King Shark. That fight was oh. epic, and no one else has seen it. I unfortunately have not watched much TV. Mm-hmm. And I watch Grey's Anatomy. That's about it. <laughs> and she that's does. still on. Yep. Yeah! 15 seasons of that, too. To still me, going. I don't mean to be sexist in a way, but what's the point without me dreaming? <laughs> um, yeah. It has lost its luster. Because Meredith is horrible and has always been. I was always Team Addison because Meredith is a garbage person. <laughs> like, like, oh my goodness. No. I totally relate oh no. to Meredith oh, the most in my life. Like, I am a Meredith. <laughs> like, <laughs> completely afraid of commitment. Yeah. I like to be by myself. I have one well, best friend that I confide in. Being by <laughs> yourself is fine, like, to a degree, but I'm like, Meredith wasn't really ever by herself. She was always banging there. <laughs> like, like, that's what I was like, yeah. <laughs> she only banged, like, seven dudes on the show. Maybe. Know. I was like, uh, something like that. <laughs> I was like, that seems like a small number compared to, I, wa- I watched up until, I think, uh, like, right after Izzy left. I was like, because mm, I okay. liked... I liked Catherine Heigl, I will say. Um, I was... And Sandra Oh was awesome, so I watched, like, her leaving. Oh, yeah. Um, I cried when Christina left. Yeah. I was kind of okay when Izzy left. I was like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Well, the thing with kind her of... and George was like, wow, this show's already getting bad. Because <laughs> you realize the writing on General Hospital is even better than Grey's Anatomy. It's just the actors on Grey's Anatomy are so good. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of make the... Yeah. Yeah. They recycle a lot of plot lines. Oh, yeah. From there's, General Hospital. <laughs> there's only so many times that I can see somebody get hit by a car that, mm. like, just, w- the car wasn't supposed to be there. Like, yeah. they drew, they, they wrote the car in. The car just came out of nowhere. <sighs> like, there was, there were no vehicles for, like, 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden, right at the opportune time, a car comes. That's how, that's how Derek died, also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying. They were on that road for like 45 that. minutes and I no cars went by. Well, and I feel like they did that because they were pissed that Patrick Dempsey was like, you know what? I'm good. I just want to go race cars. And I'm like, because he's that cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I could literally talk about bad TV all day. But I think that was our subject. Yeah. Which is not this kind of bad TV. The kind that is quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, yeah. listeners, unscripted. Yes. <laughs> 
Because, unscripted. Because we all know, if we live out here, how unreal reality TV is. Or if you watch the show Unreal, that was essentially real stories from The Bachelor and how awful that is. Yeah. <laughs> that actually was one of my favorite shows to watch. I was like, oh, a scripted show about how bad unscripted shows are. Yeah. Yes. And Quinn King is a fucking goddess. <laughs> yes. Oh she was awesome. Um, so... Danica, I think, is the only person here who to will, defend it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you're here. Okay. Who will vouch for? It. She has to try and bring us to okay. the bright side. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I came prepared with my notes. I like that. <laughs> her type A personality. Um, She's always ready. So I just want to, you know, lay it all out there. I watch basically every kind of reality television possible. What is Give- your favorite one? See, I knew you were going to ask that, and I'm thank you for that. <laughs> um, I would say probably my favorite is Vanderpump Rules, okay. um, followed by, uh, not Married at First Sight, what's the other one? Um, 90 Day Fiance. Say, yeah. is, it is, that is like quality, like trash. Um, I really love, like, give me... A housewife show. Give me The Bachelor, except for the last one I didn't watch. I watched that one. I, I was forced to watch a few episodes <laughs> yeah. of that one, so that was the only thing I knew. I watched the last three episodes because I wanted to figure out why Colton jumped a fence. Yeah. That was the only reason like, that I wanted to Give me, like, a top chef. Like, I am about, I am about everything. Um, and so the first one... That the so the first positive that I have for reality TV is that it brings awareness and solutions to problems that otherwise people wouldn't have access to. So and I came I came with studies. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. okay. wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, because I'm like, what kind of what Does kind that, of problems and solutions are reality TV bringing? That yeah, like, okay, like those isn't. shows. Like, because to me, I'm like, top, I have a thing. The competition shows. Yeah. I don't mind. Like, anything, like, food, like, like that has value. The yeah. singing competitions, those have value. Amazing Race. It's stuff like, sadly, Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> the Kardashians, The Housewives, The Bachelor, that I'm like, what is the value? Can you tell yeah. us that? Okay, yeah. so for, in this particular um, instance, has to do with 16, pre- with 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom from <laughs> MTV. No, I, sw- I swear to God. So, according to a study from the National Bureau of Economic Research, this was from January 2014 and then revised in August of 2015, and I also took it from an article from CNN, but I also (laughs) knew this fact, which is, this was why I came up with the idea. Um, Basically, ever since that show has gone on, has been on, teen pregnancy has dropped considerably. And according to this yeah. study, it said like a 24% overall decline, and they could even track it down to um, population areas where the show is very popular and decreased specifically in those areas. And it was saying that it had um, the, the results of our analysis indicate that exposure to 16 and pregnant um, was high and it had an influence on teens thinking regarding birth control and abortion. Um, and then it said, of course, no one's saying that it's MTV's, you know, alone, but it's certainly part of the narrative of why, like, I think it's since 1991, teen pregnancy has gone down, like, half, 
40, 40 yeah. to 50%. I actually knew that because I'm a big fan of Dr. Drew. And Dr. Drew is involved with Team Mom. And yeah. And does a lot of the consultations and, like, you know, being still part of, like, MPV. Even, you know, back with, like, Loveline and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was sort of why he was involved in, and was interested in educating people. Because while I think stuff like that is kind of trash, there is the side of it that is the Dr. Drew side of actually trying yeah. to help people. And I knew that he had talked about that because I still listen to him every day. Is like that it really did help people. Yeah. Like and see because most of these people are laughing at these girls like, that are watching it. Like and they don't want to be them. But and and that's why I was like that is a good example. Um, as opposed to like the Kardashians have convinced an entire generation that you can do nothing and be famous. But where I tell people they're wrong is like I'm sorry you have to have money first. Like yeah. the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that yeah. was my first one. And so then my next point that I have, um, which I have to give credit to Andrew Lewis. I did not come up with this myself. He gave this idea to me, which I would have never known the statistic. Who is um, Andrew Lewis? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> Am I supposed to know that? No. No. Oh, all right. Sometimes um, I'm supposed to know that. <laughs> Um, so he let me know that it provides networks with cheap programming with, um, high ratings that allows, uh, the networks to take risks on less popular TV shows. And for example, The Office. Great show! Yes, great show. It's um, funny. I like that's my least favorite of like the way really? the shows. Like I like Parks and Rec way better. Like, oh, I mean, granted, Parks and Rec yeah. is great. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she's I'm, my Ann Perkins. Mom's I like, know. Danica, yeah. you beautiful tropical fish. I know. <laughs> Danica, you beautiful land about that. <laughs> Now, un- unfortunately for this one, the show that yeah. preceded it that allowed them to get ratings was The Apprentice, but it was yeah. 2004, and it was yeah. a long time ago. But um, it said that uh, after The Apprentice, The Office had like 11 million viewers, um, and then when it moved to Tuesday, it only had 5.9 million viewers. But because they had success with the show, they were they knew that they could get a lot of people to watch it, which let them have a second season. And then I also wanted to note that The 40-Year-Old Virgin also came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. So that also helped, yeah. but that obviously wasn't um, everything, but certainly the lead-in helped. And then there was also one that said that... Um, this is us premiered after The Voice, and how that also significantly gave a big boost. And if you remember, that there hadn't been a show like that on air for a while. Why are you looking at me like yeah. that? You have done so. Much. I did because like, I wanted to do. I wanted I to like, come like actually prepared. She said yesterday. She texted me. She was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to bed soon, but I'm gonna do some research first. I go. Like, I go to bed like early. Like I am. <laughs> no. I, oh, I know. I'm, I'm a grandma. I'm like yeah. a golden girl. Yeah. Yes. We actually have inner oh. old ladies. Mine yeah. is Eunice. Hers is Beulah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Dorothy. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like, I thought when you said I'm going to do some research, I did not expect this. No. Yes. This, well, this again, like, I have, I had help. I had the teen mm. mom one, but these ones I, like, didn't. I'll let you know for, like, other ones, too. But... But yeah, so can you? But can you imagine? I know that you said that you didn't really like The Office, but could you imagine yeah. if we didn't have, like, if they had canceled it, like, if they had canceled The Office or yes. The Apprentice? 
The Office. Well, and I will say, because I'm a big fan of Steve Carell and Ed Helms, and I feel like The Office really launched them after The Daily Show as, like, actors. So, yeah. Like, and that's what I'll say. The Office does have value, but The Office, to me, is like Seinfeld, where it's one of those things that it's very East Coast in the, the humor and everything, and, like, you know, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not really my thing, because I'm from Texas. I much prefer white trash stuff, that like Married with Children so in Cougar Town. That's a... F- and, and that's why I'll say, because, honestly, there's some people that are like, I really like The Office. I'm like, you know, if you're not from the East Coast, you just kind of seem funny Well, we're sometimes. from yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, see, you're from there, but We're sense. actually both, yeah. like, Scranton is, yeah. like... My Maybe. best friend's from yeah. Scranton. Yeah, so, like, I've, like 30 miles I've from spent me. a lot of time in Scranton. It is. The Scranton St. Patty's Day Parade. <laughs> and see, when I meet people like <laughs> that, I'm like, that life. totally makes sense why you like The Office or, like, Seinfeld or stuff. But for me, I'm just like, I actually know a guy that is, oh, I, he, I even lived on his ranch, like, with my mom, my brother, like, who was like Dwight. So, like, that character was funny to me. But I hated <laughs> Pam. And I thought she was a very poor representation for a female lead because she was so weak. Yeah. And like, I love yeah. Pam. Oh, yeah. yeah. But this goes back to the Meredith thing where I'm like, I don't like Meredith because she seems weak, too. I mean, I love the Jim and Pam romance, but yeah. also Jim is a huge jerk. Yeah. And that like, was the thing. Like, he is, is a not dick. a nice guy. Wait, actual Jim? Not John Krasinski, but, yeah. like, the character the of character Jim, Jim is a jerk. Because what? what he did to Karen, I mean, and I realized I mixed up that he didn't cheat on her, but, like, he was such kind of so crappy to her, and she was so cool. Rashida's character, yeah, and that... Yeah, but that's because he knew he was in love with Pam, and he had to be true to himself. Yeah, but Pam was basic, and she really only wanted to be with Jim just because, like, she needed, she needed a guy to fulfill... Like, you know, her personality. She already had a guy, and he was a doofus, and she wanted better for herself, so she went for Jim because Jim loved her. Guys! Jim left her with two kids at home so he could take a job and be by himself. Jim's a jerk. Okay, first of all, he did not leave her. He just had to go farther away. He was still married to her. They didn't get divorced. Like, God, Danica. <laughs> no, I'm. T- we're totally at least on the same page with Jim and Pam. Like, but like, they I were mean, a horrible love- couple, yeah. and they were both horrible people. They were and amazing. So, like, let's face it; they did kind of deserve each other after a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I little Cece. Yeah, little Cece. <laughs> See, I was so glad I quit watching like after they got married. Like, because I will say, I tried to stick with the show because I love Steve Carell, and when Ed Helms came, because I was just about to quit watching, and then I was like, Oh, Ed Helms. Uh, and then, it's so yeah. funny. Maybe it means I'm a jerk because I think that <laughs> Jim is hilarious. Like when he put Dwight Stapler in Jello. Okay, that's that <laughs> little pranks amazing. were funny. But Jim would be he would be a little too mean to Dwight sometimes. Oh my god, I thought it was like, great. <laughs> you're like, dude, like Dwight was not a bad person by any means, and that was the thing is I'm like some stuff was funny, like the stapler and the Jello, but then yeah. there are other times where I'm like. This is bordering on sociopathic. The time when they had um, the guy uh, that the, was their actor friend um, impersonate oh, yeah. Jim and they tried to convince <laughs> Dwight that Jim was like an Asian man and like Dwight was just like in the alternate universe for five years and like rehearsed the entire family like lineage and then they got the picture with him in it instead of Jim. That was all time, one of the best pranks in the world. What I hope to one that? day do that to someone. That was that's funny. That was that yeah. was in the very 
and yes. they had had the baby already. Yeah. They already had both of them. Yeah, so it was pretty far. Yeah, because that's funny because it reminds me of on One Life to Live, the soap opera. Blair used to be Asian, and then they like a lot even I think before I was born and remember the show. But there was always like inside jokes about they recast it to this white actress, which then made more sense in the family. Would that she then later became, but so it wasn't like whitewashing people, but it was just like that just made me think of that and how funny. Like they would even make jokes about it that this character clearly used to be. <laughs> um. And now a word from our sponsors. Like Mrs. Brightside, well, the Podcoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Yes, that's very difficult to say. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use the PodCoin you earn to claim gift cards and donate to charity. It literally is amazing. It turns your podcast listening into charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I don't judge. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store or Google Play today. Seriously. Just get the PodCoin app and use invite code BRIGHTSIDE. You'll get 300 PodCoins just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoins just for signing up if you use promo code BRIGHTSIDE. Go give the PodCoin app a try today. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting off topic, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like thinking about, I was about to go into a Game of Thrones reference, how they switched out Dario Naharis, but... <laughs> Yeah, but see, that's getting off topic. Danica, bring us back. Like, I mean, Game of Thrones is one of those that I've never like watched. Like, really, I know a lot about it, and I know I would like it, but I'm so far behind at this point, and there's too much stuff out there. I, I feel just, like I'll get it to it. I just rewatched the entire yeah. series in a month. Yeah. My brain has been preoccupied, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's 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 worth it. And I would say yeah, if there's good. ever if yeah. there's ever a time, do it now while. Ever, the whole world doesn't know yet. Yeah. Like you don't, and no one. I mean, some people know, but yeah. other people don't know how it ends. I think now would be Sophie like if Turner's was, best friends know. Yeah. What? Sophie Turner's best friends oh, know. Joe Jonas probably oh, yeah. knows. Oh yeah, definitely. Ooh. I just know. I would I'm like pretty sure show. all of the Jonas brothers know. <laughs> yeah. Nick and Nick and uh, Kevin probably. What about bonus Jonas Frankie? I who who was that? So, Their younger brother. Oh, <laughs> Their I'm sure. Brother. I'm sure they probably all pried it out of Joe. <laughs> if Joe knows, they got it out of him. And I'm like, is Joe married to someone on the show? Or yeah, so I'm like, Enga- uh, engaged to one of them. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm really bad with certain like celebrity gossip. I, I like don't have cable anymore, so I don't get my TMZ. So I'm like, I, don't I know. would not know any of the celebrity gossip if it weren't for Miss Reality Television. Yeah. <laughs> she fills me in on literally everything. Like I would not know that Sophie Turner was engaged to Joe Jonas if she did not tell me. Really? No. I mean, you would have known that. <laughs> And I think I would like to show was, it's a lot of sex and violence. She was in their new music video. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot about that. Like, had you had I had you not told me and I didn't know that beforehand, I would have been like, what is Sophie Turner doing in there? Yeah, because yeah, she sons a Stark, right? Because yeah. I know some stuff. Like, I know Jason yes. Momoa and then the hot dude that was the producer on Nashville that they ruined by putting him with the worst chick. Because I watch a lot of random soap opera crap like Nashville. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Is on Game of Thrones? There was a guy who, he was on Game of Thrones before he was on Nashville. He was like the Reina's producer that I think banged her and Scarlett, but who wouldn't bang him? He's pretty hot. 
I'm like, I'm going to look up his name while we've been. Cause I'm I like, think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I think I know who she's talking about. He was incredibly mm. pretty. Um, I can't remember what what he plays on Game of Thrones, but... Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't think he was in much of it. Was he... I think the, he was a nice was watch, he dude. Dick yeah. and Tarly? Like, the second mm. Dick and Tarly? No. I don't think so. No, second Dick and Tarly is the one that's in Umbrella Academy right now. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched Yeah, because I was like, I know Sophie Turner is because she was an X-Men. And yeah. I really didn't enjoy her Jean Grey, I will say. Like, and it wasn't her fault. I think it was the movie sucked. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh what what is next? Next what are... one? Okay, so my next point um is that so we had brought up uh keeping up with the Kardashians. And I wrote before keeping up with the Kardashians, there was again, this point was not given to me. Or this point was given to me. I didn't know this one ahead of time. So I can't give you any background on the show or anything. Um, but it's called An American Family. It was a reality TV show in 1973. Um, it was on PBS. And it was basically following a family. And it was supposed to be, you know, oh, look at this family. And what it turned out was that then the parents got divorced. No. And then um, I believe one of the sons came out as gay. And so this was a time when... Those things didn't really happen and didn't get very much exposure. Um, And that was also then the uh, inspiration for the real world. Um, And let me... Oh, I watched the real world. Yeah, see, the real world was the first, like, you know, modern reality TV show. And back then, from what I understood, in the beginning, it was real. Yeah. And that... Back in the Trishel days... Yeah. Even before Trishel. Oh, that's I true. felt bad for Trishel. Her Hussman mom died. Is the guy I was thinking of. She had like He's issues. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's the guy who plays Dario Naharis. Mm. Wait. The first Dario Naharis or the second Dario Naharis? Michelle? Se- the second one. Oh. Oh, so like that was a reference that I knew the person. Oh, yeah. He, yes. They were yes. It's like Lucifer used to be Robin Hood on Once uh, Upon a Time, and then they replaced him with some other dude, and I was just like, but it was bad for the show got stupid. Um, I loved Once Upon a Time until the very last season when they did that time thing. Man, when they went to Neverland, I was just like, well, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I was like, you should have just stopped it when, yeah. when they saved the day, but then, yeah. The ending at season eight should have been the ending at season seven. Yeah, I found I didn't watch it. That there's a lot. Clearly, of... I only watched yeah. it. Like, yeah, we're like, we can talk about scripted all day. Like, yeah, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she yeah. rattles off this list of reality yeah. TV, and we're like, what? <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is, like you say, with that American Family, it was bringing a light on divorce and yeah. you know coming out as gay, and like you know being in the 70s, that was sort of when our more modernization, yeah, of, you know. You know, the feminist movement really started. So, like, yeah, I can see that being a good positive. Like, because that's what I think of when I think of the scripted show I watched about the 70s. That 70s show. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, all that stuff was going on in there. That makes sense. Yeah. I think the only reality TV that I've ever watched, like, fully all the way through is Jersey Shore (laughs) and Party Down South, which is... The, the Jersey Shore CMT. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I know it all. Exactly. Those um. are the only two reality <laughs> shows that I've ever, like, fully invested myself in. The- Everything else was just 
It was a different if, time. If though. it was on. The compliment I will give the Jersey Shores, like, I've never watched an episode, but I've seen a lot. I watched, like, pretty well every episode of The Soup, so that's how I know what a lot of this stuff yeah. is. And then just the Joel McHale Show. considered reality TV? No. No, okay. that's... It, that's like a comedy show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like called Dozens. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and that's what I'll say. The Jersey Shore people, honestly, they, like... I feel like that was probably one of the more real reality TV, again, using yeah. the quotations, because, like, these people are just partying and having fun, and I'm like, I honestly find that less offensive than a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. And they, they honestly don't seem like bad people. The other thing, too, is, like, the Jersey Shore was so exactly what the Jersey Shore yeah. is like. If yeah, if, like, yes. even if and it was scripted... They scripted it so well that yeah. you couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, well, and as I'll say, everyone on that show was open to making fun of themselves and what they were doing. Like, yeah. same thing with the Kardashians, even though I think that's a little bit, you know, icky, like, in a lot of ways. But I'm like, they're perfectly fine with making fun of themselves yeah. and being made fun of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next point. You, I was going to yeah. say, what were you going to say? You were going to Oh, something. I was just going to say, as someone who's Italian, too, mm-hmm. I know that they were, like, to the extreme, but, like, the stuff about, like, Sunday dinner mm-hmm. and how they interacted with each it's, for me, that mm-hmm. was very true. So even if, you know, people didn't like it or it was like, oh, it puts a bad light on Italian-Americans, I didn't feel that way because, for me, it was just, that's what, you, like, like they Vinny's are. mom cooking them dinner all the oh time always made me think, oh, that's how my family is. Oh, like, yeah. my grandmother was always trying to, like, shove food down my face. Like, hey, Yeah. Eat. <laughs> and I'm glad you said that because I feel like anytime anyone is offended by something, it doesn't affect them. And so you're like, why are you offended? The people yeah. that, that are this, you know, is talking about love it. Like, yeah. Because, uh, you know, and especially now we deal with a lot of people, it's like, oh, you rich white people just feel like you can say whatever you want and you want to protect us. But, nope, I love making fun of rednecks. Like, yeah. that's where I come from. <laughs> I trash redneck. And as you say, that's Italian. You're laughing. And that's the thing. It's like, no, we're all laughing with them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just remembered another one that is the absolute best. <laughs> my big fat gypsy wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out if you haven't. That is great. And they finally did an episode about a girl who lives um, from where I'm from in Pennsylvania. And I was like, I knew it. I have a question. Yeah. Yes. Is Queer Eye Wait, that's my, TV? That's my next point. Oh, I watched yeah. that one. Okay, so that's my next point. Um, <laughs> is that it brings positivity and a feeling of togetherness. And it can even lift your spirits. And then I wrote shows such as Queer Eye and Great British Bake Off. Woo! Yeah. I, watched, I watched Queer Eye. Like if you, I'm caught up. Yeah. While well, I'm you, watching season three still but i have i i'm still on season two but like if you've ever watched the great british bake-off it is the most pure show i've (sighs) ever seen because they don't win anything it's they get the recipes ahead of time so they know what they're baking and it's just they're going to like win the title of best baker and it is just so oddly calming and just like they're all helping each other. It's very, it's unlike American This is TV not shows. the first time that she has gone on a tangent about how much she loves the Great British <laughs> You're not the first one to mention that show on this podcast. Either. Really? Like, a lot of people love that show. And I'm like, 
It's not, uh, there's too many superhero shows for me to probably put that on my list. But yeah, I will say stuff like Queer Eye and that, like, as I say, I don't really have a problem with competition shows. I'm like, yeah. they have value even if I don't watch it. Or like if Gordon Ramsay's in something, that dude rules. Right. Because he's actually like the sweetest person ever. Yeah. Like, I watched a couple yeah. of episodes and nailed it once. Yeah. That's yeah. like a competition baking show. That's yeah. like British, yeah. British Bake Off meets Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, a little bit. I know, and I'm like, I feel like those shows are positive because, I mean, like, Great, great British, I can't say it, Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, that seem like, even though nobody wins anything, it is still, like, a competition. And yeah. I feel like that's what America is about, is, like, yeah. competition and stuff, and, like, there's so much of our society now that's, like, against that. So I'm glad to see it. Like, yeah. And I'm like, no, guys, I'm sorry. In life, there are winners and losers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to get over it. <laughs> yeah. Is Marie Kondo tidying up with Marie Kondo, is that reality TV? I, I can't. You, you know I've never seen that show, and I will never watch that show. I, yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, that to me, I like design. I like interior design and things yeah. like that. I would that, consider, like, I would House Hunters. Yeah, because, well, like, tidying up House Marie Kondo is, so fake, is like... Yes. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tidying up is kind of like a less intense version of Hoarders. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so I also watched that one. <laughs> oh. I'm just that comparing was, the, like, that was, that, that was on my... Yeah. That was... I didn't mention Hoarders because I can't even, like, stand to think about Hoarders. Yeah, But that's, like, that was part of the positive because it shows that people are hoarders so then it lets people realize who are at home that they're hoarders and can get help mm-hmm. and all of that fun stuff but um okay or so, does it make the people at home say see i'm not that bad of a hoarder and then they don't think they're a hoarder too that's and my they just, yeah i'm pretty <laughs> sure that's how my mom is yeah. because every time i go back to my mom's house i'm like um you've accumulated more stuff yeah and she's like yeah i needed it and i'm like did you though like did you really need this other pottery bowl she was like, it was at a yard sale for 25 cents. And I'm like, that doesn't mean you had to get it. Yeah. She saved that 25 cents for a piece of gum. My yeah. mom said, did you really need a new Shazam pop? And I said, they were buy two, get one free. So I yeah. have three pops. There you go. <laughs> I think so. So I understand, like, why you're like, no, I, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, my next point yes. was that um, reality TV can allow you to see and do things that you wouldn't otherwise be able to. And then the example that I used was the show Chef's Table, uh, which follows basically the like top 10 rated restaurants in the entire world. Now, I will likely never get a chance to eat at any of those restaurants. I would say the vast majority of the population of Earth would not be able to eat at the top-rated restaurant in the world. And I think that that gives... But through the show, you're able to see the chef, you're able to see the food, and you're able to experience it in a way that you wouldn't otherwise be able to. And I think that that's positive. Yeah. Well, because that is the thing. It's like even though shows like House Hunters or things may be fake yeah. as well, like any kind of those shows that you're showing different parts of the world yeah. and how different people live or eat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That could be good because, yeah, I was a big fan of Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, that and, was my that was yeah. my next point. Where Wait, I hold w- on. I want to go back because that's kind of how The Amazing Race is. And yeah. another reality think, show that I like to watch. See, I, I I would do that when like I may have auditioned for The Bachelor to be funny. Like <laughs> she literally just asked us in our podcast that we filmed that is going live today. Um, she was she was like, "Would you ever 
audition for The Bachelor. And I was like, it's funny that you asked that. I've been <laughs> thinking about auditioning for it because apparently, according to Colton, it is real. And you do, like, actually build relationships with people. And I was like, all right, all right, well... He was, he was, he basically was like, they set up the situation for you. Yeah. Yeah. But then the conversations you have with people are real. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it was funny. I was still living in Dallas, uh, like, um, and starting to be a comedian. And I thought it would be funny to go to the Bachelor auditions. I made it to the second round. Um, what was hilarious was there was a woman there in, uh, wedding lingerie. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I saw there. Like, and just all these, I mean, literally, because I had to watch some of this season with The Bachelor with my friend, um, because she made me, <laughs> but there was free booze involved. But, uh, yeah, like, I'm like, all the chicks do look the same, and that's why they go to Dallas, yeah. because, I mean, even I had yeah. blonde hair back then. It was like, I just didn't have crazy enough eyes, that's probably why I didn't win. But it's like, blonde, bleach blonde hair, crazy eyes. All the <laughs> of the bachelor. They so, all look alike. Yeah. I literally told my friend, I'm like, I can't tell these apart. Yeah. I have to ask, what exactly, I, I don't know if I want to know no. the answer, but I'm also intrigued. What does wedding lingerie look like? Oh, it was in- just like, she had on a veil and like basically garters, like, you know, and a white, like, probably like, like a uh, bustier. Boost, like a uh, white teddy, because it was like long. It was like basically just a slip. I mean, because you know. I've seen I've seen bridal shower underwear, yeah. and I'm like, that is not something you wear in public. That's like, yeah. There was this one on Grey's Anatomy actually, where she pulled it out of the thing, and it was literally just like pearls where your butt crack goes. And yeah. I was like, oh god, I hope she wasn't wearing that in public. No, I hope like, it was more more something like Madonna, uh, Britney Spears, um, uh, VMAs. Was that yeah, what like yeah. yeah, much closer to that? Because yeah, it was just like a white teddy with a veil and then the garters and everything. So like, because yeah, it was Dallas, so she had to cover up nips and uh, mm-hmm. badge. Like you know, it's not as bad as LA where people do run around naked. They oh, just yeah. get away with it because they're homeless. <laughs> I went to a Pride Festival a couple of years ago, and there was a girl that literally just had band aids on her nipples. It was my first time there. That's Ozfest in Dallas. They do that. (laughs) One of my friends was like, I want to go to Pride. And I was like, okay, I'll experience it. Like, why not? Open my horizons. And then I was like, whoa, this is really open horizons. Like, literally just, just. Yep. Or electrical tape you'll see. Now they have Pacey's and stuff. Because, like, at Spencer's, you can get marijuana leaf Pacey's that are sparkly. Pretty cool. Oh, nice. Glitter nipples. (laughs) Glitter nipples. That's what they should be called. Glitter nipples. Invent your own line. Yeah. Yeah. Or glipples. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how, like, did you guys watch Married with Children? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Weirdly enough, yeah. it's on at, like, 6 a.m., so sometimes when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> and it awesome. is? Yeah. yeah. And now it's all on Hulu, and I already had the DVDs, the complete series, because it's my favorite show of all time. But, like, I always laugh, because, like, Kelly and Peg were considered, like, skanks, like, and, oh, you don't want to be like them, but guess what? Like, regular girls, like, wear worse stuff than they yeah, <laughs> like, I, nowadays, and you're just like, wow, times have changed. It's so oh, funny, because yeah. when I rewatch it now, I'm like, oh my god, Peggy is Snooky. Yeah. <laughs> she is Snooky. She is what Snooky will be when she is Peggy's age. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was, was my funny. tidbit. 
Well, Um, to go back to Anthony Bourdain, so I wrote that um, his show, yeah, Yeah, he died last last year. year. Um, Which no. My podcast, Rex in a Depression, where I talk about him. <laughs> um, through his show, No Reservations and Parts Unknown, he always made sure to show truly what the locals ate and how they lived. Um, I read that he didn't shy away from that, and he made a point um, to not show just what the Americans would consider appropriate or desirable, and how he really had a way in showing humanity, and he highlighted humans as um, we all want the same thing. I wrote a happy, healthy life, feeding our families to love and to be loved. Yeah, and, and that was Anthony made sure because that's why I like didn't even consider those things to be reality TV because like you know most reality TV is like produced. Mm-hmm. He didn't like. I mean, there is some level of production, but like there was one time where they tried to like fake something. And, like, he just did a voiceover saying, yep, and this is where they came in and did this. And he When was, they were in Sicily he, and they, like, threw yeah, the fish, fish in yeah. there in the ocean. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and Wait, that, what? Yeah, he... He, was, like, went on a boat and they were, like, they were supposed to go fishing. But then the fisher uh, people, I think they were men, but the fisher people mm-hmm. uh, were throwing fish into the ocean for him to catch. Not, like, that they were catching fish fresh from the ocean. Ugh. And he called them out? Mm-hmm. On yeah. the show? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and they aired it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, because that was the thing, is he pretty well ran his own ship, which mm-hmm. is why that show had the utmost integrity, and, like, you know, and that, honestly, ultimately, I think his integrity is what got the best of him because of the people he chose to spend his time with. Um, and that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, like Anthony really went out of his way to show real people and real stories. And like, I'm a big fan of street food and going like, you know, to places like that as well. Like, so that was what I always loved. And like, he was just a great storyteller about where he went and was telling like the authentic stories of places that you never even thought. Like... Yeah. See, now I want to watch that episode. I'm the person who likes the controversy, but, like, yeah. only uh, the, like, real controversy. Yeah. Like, there was, when yeah. Colton jumped over a fence, you mm-hmm. knew that wasn't staged. Yeah. And when Anthony Bourdain calls people out for putting fake fish in the water, that's not... Like, no. I love the I loved the non-staged stuff. There was one time on his show where he, um, his, he, he was in France, and he specifically told his producers that he hates mimes, and he's, like, terrified of mimes, <laughs> and they got a mime to come, and he... He went to a, a restaurant, ordered a tower of seafood, and made them sit there for six hours while he ate this tower of seafood <laughs> to punish them. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, what I liked about Anthony is that he was a very fair and genuine person. One of my favorite episodes, and because I'm a big fan of Alice Cooper, you may notice the pop of him over there. My father was obsessed with him growing up, so, like, um, we were forced to love Alice Oh, he's on the bottom shelf with April. My yeah, Jesus down at candle. the bottom there. Oh no! Wait, I thought Alice Cooper in the in the little jeans with the striped shirt. No, Alice Cooper's got the top hat on. Joey Ramone's oh. with the jeans. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. But yeah, like <laughs> there was an episode where he goes to eat at Alice Cooper's restaurant in um, Phoenix, and Alice Cooper, you know, used to golf with John McCain. It's very unlike his character he portrays. And so, like, he had this great meal at his restaurant in Phoenix, which is pretty good. Go check out Cooperstown, by the way, um, guys. And um, so he has the big unit. Randy Johnson is the co-owner of the big unit dog with him. And then he goes to Texas to go uh, to Ted Nugent's ranch. 
and Ted Nugent barbecues with him. And, like, he's, you know, Anthony Bourdain is this liberal New Yorker, and he, and he really had a good time with both of these guys. Yeah. Like, these, you know, re, you know, conservative Republicans, and yet he then, you know, gets, sits down with Obama. And that was what I liked, is, like, he treated everyone the same. Yeah. Because he, he was just bow hunting with Ted Nugent and barbecuing with him, and, and you're just like, this is who I want to see. This yeah. guy, like, bridging people. Because I remember whenever he... You know, uh, and as I say, towards the end of his life, called out Hillary Clinton and some of the other people for not doing that, not meeting people halfway and sort of being hypocritical. Yeah. And that was why I always liked Anthony is because he would, you know, say things that maybe weren't, uh, weren't popular because I know it's very popular now to hate everybody that disagrees with you. <laughs> and so, as I said, if you ever want to see... You know, uh, a, a true man of the people. Watch that episode because it's yeah. like it, it's fun to see him. You know, be with people he doesn't agree with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything what you guys are talking yeah. about, so I can't. Yeah. I can't add. I don't. Well, and then you know. my last point was that it just lets us be happy. The world is bad sometimes, and I just want to see other people making worse decisions than I do. Yeah. And I wrote, such as 90 Day Fiance, and I wrote, or happy ones like Say Yes to the Dress, <laughs> or desperate people trying to find love on The Bachelor, <laughs> or even the Kardashians eating salads. <laughs> I, I will say that I think that that is the biggest appeal of reality TV, is people seeing stuff that they won't ever do, or like want to judge, like in a way of like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I like Parks and Rec and The Office so much. It's because like, they're scripted, but they're like a reality TV show that's scripted. Yeah, because the yeah, mockumentary yeah, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can say mm-hmm. that. Because, like, yeah. Yeah, I love Parks and Rec. Like, I could watch that any day. Like, um, I used to teach uh, fitness classes, and I'm so not that person. I taught, like, yoga and cycling and um, Pilates and stuff. And so, to do my classes, I would just channel Chris Traeger. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, who else are you going to think of? I was just like, who do I know that is positive? And like, I love when he's like, I'm not sick. Yeah. You're on the floor. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's like, this isn't the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, can't, can't look, right, uh. control. <laughs> oh, Chris Traeger. Yeah. That was the thing. Is he I was... is literally one of the mm-hmm. best humans ever. <laughs> Did you know that actually they, they made Chris Traeger say literally all the time? Because yeah. when the producers met Rob Lowe, he wrote down in his notes, like, notes about, like, the people that he met with. And for Rob Lowe, he wrote, says literally a lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, because I think, like, that's the thing is Rob Lowe was one of those people that they... They didn't understand how funny he was. Did you ever watch The Grinder too? It was like his show, and and it's on Hulu if you haven't. I recommend watching it. It was like a brief comedy he did after Parks and Rec. Do people yeah. forget that Rob Lowe was in Wayne's World? Yeah, exactly. And he was, he was, funny <laughs> he was hilarious in that movie. And that was the thing. He goes Benjamin. <laughs> Wayne's World. He was so happy to get that. That's what he wanted to do. But after Wayne's World, nobody hired him to do comedy until Parks and Rec gave him like the chance to do it. And that's why he went to do The Grinder. And Fox should have never canceled that. That show was good. Like, it's on Hulu, people. Same thing with the, the show about Anthony Bourdain starring Bradley Cooper as Anthony Bourdain. Kitchen when my show gets picked up which one day. Which Fox also canceled. <laughs> when my show gets picked up one day, it's a comedy. I'm going to I'm gonna be like, yo, I need Rob Lowe yeah. on this show. 
He We're will gonna write it literally up for him. be the best actor. And then that's the thing, is the grinder is about him being, uh, his brother, Fred Savage, is a, a real lawyer, and he played a lawyer on TV, but he wants to get back to his roots, so he tries to be a lawyer with his brother, like, and he's just basically doing his character. Oh and so, yeah, it's, like, the funniest thing. <laughs> I, I, I remember seeing that, and yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It was one of those shows that, again, like... I can't ever add anything to my repertoire. Which is also how I don't understand how you watch so much reality but, TV. Yeah. But if you notice, so yeah, I watch a lot of reality TV. You also stay home on Sundays and don't... I did not stay home yesterday, thank you very what? much. I was gone almost all the day. But, um... My goodness. I don't... I Because I don't... I don't... For me, I, you know this about me. It takes a lot for me to invest mm. in... A show like I have to pay attention. I have to like it. Mm-hmm. I have to like know what's going on because then I have this like personality trait where then I like get obsessed with it and I want to know everything. So if, if you try I try to ask her any questions, no, she snaps. Yeah, she's, so she gets it, so it she's sometimes like, commercial. yeah. So sometimes it's it's hard. It's too hard for me to pick up on a show or like like the Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Right, mm-hmm. everyone's telling me I love it. Netflix is telling me I love it. Like I'm sure I will, but I don't have time to watch it or like the OA just came out the second season those are hour-long episodes and you really have to pay attention oh yeah I don't have that kind of time but you know what I'm gonna do when I get home I'm gonna watch Vanderpump Rules I'm gonna watch Teen Mom and I'm gonna love my life (laughs) (laughs) yeah and as I say everybody has their thing like I much prefer like I don't like hour-long... I feel like I'm done with most hour-long dramas. Yeah. Unless there is underlying funny. Nope. Like, doctor shows. Like, lawyer shows. Like, nope. Like, unless Christopher Maloney or somebody's in it. <laughs> I ain't watching that stuff. But, like, give me all the stupid, like, goofy... Like, CW superhero stuff I like. Netflix, I haven't seen the Umbrella Academy again. Because oh, I'm just... Good. Like, Netflix's, like, superhero stuff is just, like dark and drab and like whatever like mm, and i'm like i dark. like to a degree but dark. i have to be in that mood and i'm yeah i'm trying to be mrs Brightside. sometimes jessica jones is a little hard to watch like, yeah <laughs> it's funny because um i go out a lot she not so much i go out way more than you do don't give me that look <laughs> she just gave me like a what you go out i i go out often enough. I don't go out as much as I used to, but I go out more than she does. Um, Outside? um, I don't do that. But uh, a lot of the times I'll go out with my friends and like there's about probably 40% of the time there's a reality TV star that they know. And um there was one time where I went out with some people and I was talking to this one girl and um, my friend afterwards was like, oh yeah, she she's on the show Vanderpump Rules. And I oh, told her about it. And she literally was like, oh my God, was it Katie? And I was like, no, yes. from your descriptors, yeah. I knew that yeah. it was yeah. Katie. And, she, and then she like she like told me like her whole backstory, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like you really like you know her backstory, and she's like, yeah, she's married to this person, and this person. I was like, oh yeah, she talked about him, and like it was it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I can sort of relate to this conversation that Danica knows about her because <laughs> I talked to them in person a little bit. Um, but like when I was sitting there talking to her, I, like had no idea who she was. <laughs> 
Like, I, I know. Like, I literally don't know anyone on reality shows until, like, it, although I'm friends with some people who were on them. Like, but I'm like, I didn't watch that. So I'm like, hey, you got yeah, me. I'm like, but I could tell you all about who's been on General Hospital the entire time I've been alive and before that. Like, but, which is a lot, people. That That is a lot to keep in my head. Yeah. That's why I put important stuff in there. But, yeah. Yeah, I like I like. I just remembered something from college. I'm so sorry. Oh, say it. Uh. I just remembered that I auditioned for the real world in college, (laughs) and my friend Gabby and I auditioned, and then our friend Brandon auditioned, and our friend Brandon got on the show, (laughs) and was on the St. Thomas one. Um, That's funny. And for some reason, I completely forgot about Hmm. that until just now, and then I was like, oh my god, wait. I auditioned for that show. Hmm. In co- they were holding like open casting yeah. calls at, at yeah. school and I'm sure I did too. But <laughs> yeah. clearly I didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, like it's so funny like cuz I used to take like hosting classes with Marky Costello and a lot of the people I had classes with were either had been on the Bachelor or were then later on the Bachelor so my friend's mom who, the one who made me watch the Bachelor with her was even asking me. She's like, "Oh my god, you know Erica from this season?" I'm like <laughs> Yeah, like, we're both from Texas, like, so we bonded, and we were in this class, and I'm just like, oh, like, these people mean something to them, and I'm like, I don't know, they were just my classmate. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, I had another friend that, like, she was on, like, two seasons ago, like, but she was only in the first episode, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we're good friends, she's Canadian, we like hockey, like, and I'm just like... But then they're all, but it's sort of like me when I'm like, oh my god, Michelle Stafford is my friend now, and then everyone's like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, she's a soap actress, and she's the greatest <laughs> one, like, so I get it, because it's like, I'm like, who are these people? Like, I was at this Victoria's Secret party, like, a few weeks ago, and, like, I hung out with Madison from Siesta Key. I didn't even know there was a show called Siesta Key. What, what does that even mean? It's Sista Key. It's a town in Florida. I actually haven't watched this show, mm-hmm. but my dad lives in Florida and um, tells me about it. Yeah. And um, apparently, the I think his name is Alex, and that's whose house they stay at. And his family is very wealthy, apparently. Yeah. And she was a lovely person. Um, I had a good time hanging out with her. And then the one chick from this season of The Bachelor, um, I don't know her name, but the one that didn't look like all the other ones that was shorter and had more round eyes what? and blonde, and like, but still blonde. But I didn't... literally only know the last two or three, yeah. because those are the only episodes Again, I watched. Um, like I watched the, I was made forced to watch the last one. Um, I feel like people, when I say forced to watch, they like envision me like um, Clockwork <laughs> Orange. <It's> Those were all my points. Yeah. All right. Well, so reality TV is not that bad because some things can be considered reality TV that you didn't think about, like yeah. Anthony Bourdain stuff. I'm like, I guess yeah. Or Queer Eye. Yeah, yeah, like Queer Eye is a, is a good show. I think they're all good people on there, and what they're trying to do is like a good thing. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that's the thing. I think hmm. I would. I don't mind watching it when there's a purpose. When there's yeah. an end, an end goal. I was gonna say an end game. And then I was like, nope, we'll get... And the purpose isn't to, quote-unquote, marry some dude you just met, like, yeah. like The Bachelor or things right. like that. Yeah. Because like, I'm like, the, when I always say competition, I'm like, 
Yeah, like with food or like uh, singing, not The Bachelor. <laughs> I always like that. that was I honestly think the thing that dragged me yeah. into the last two episodes of The Bachelor was he jumped the fence yeah. because he was in love with her and he was like, this show is stupid. Yeah. I love her and she's leaving right now because I'm dating three women. Yeah. And like. I disagree with that narrative. And I literally. <laughs> <laughs> like you. I disagree with that narrative. Yeah. And I literally. If a girl like, says that she's not into you. Yeah. Listen, L- listen to her. Well, they're happily together now and talking about marriage. So ha ha ha. Are we sure? Because trust me, like, because l- we'll go back to my soaps versus the Bachelor. Because <laughs> the first Bachelor, Bob Goody, did not marry any of the women on the Bachelor. He married Greenlee, Rebecca Buddy. Like again, one of the top five greatest soap opera actresses of all time. But like, that's the <laughs> thing is, the whole the whole last three episodes, like. He dumped the other two girls. Yeah. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm in love with somebody else. And he was like, this is the first time in Bachelor history that I have no women. He was like, I have to try yeah. and convince the one that left me that I'm willing to wait for her. And he was like, I don't need marriage at the end of this. We can go as slow as we need to. We can get to know each other. He's like, I will wait for you to get to where I am at because I love you. And I was yeah, like, but, okay, yes! But if it was Steve Buscemi who was telling you that, you would be like, you would call the cops on him. Yeah. Right. Not but, that dude who but, Colton was kind of hot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, for the first time in the history of that show, somebody was making a decision that, like, was not completely crazy. Like, like he, he thought it through a little bit, and he was like, no, this is this is crazy. They want, they want me to get on down on one knee at the end. Like, I've known these girls for two months. Look at like, you defending reality TV. Yeah, I know. I'm not like, defending reality oh. TV. I'm defending Colton. And... Yeah, because I will say, yeah. like, occasionally they get people who are just scumbags. Colton didn't seem like that, I will yeah. say. like, And it's like, some of them are just there to get famous. Or some of them are there, and they're like, oh my god, I'm in love with this person. And then they break up three months later, once they actually get to know them. Well, you mm. realize that they spend a total... A total of six weeks together filming... Mm-hmm. Maybe he spent five hours total with Cassie. Yeah, but yeah. like that's what I'm saying is like they at the end of it they want them to be in love and get ready to be married yes, and it's like that we it's literally like ninety day, it's like sixty day fiance. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the bachelor should be called sixty day fiance or even thirty yeah. day fiance because they don't even get sixty full days. 15-day fiancé if we're going by the timeline you just really <laughs> get how, how many hours with them. See, I much prefer Burning Love. Like, a Disney, Wait, like, is that the one with, um... Ken uh, Marino? Like, well, oh, no. Uh, I was, I'm thinking Rock of Love. Oh, yeah. With the that guys from Brett Poison. Michaels, Brett yeah. Michaels from Poison. Yeah. Yeah, but VH1 reality shows were a big low point, I think. Like, just in general. Like, because it was, like, the Flame of Flav, the Brett Michaels. Oh, Basically, anyone who was a washed-up, like, person that was on the shows that VH1 would do. Like, the little, like, clip shows. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, you want your own show? Sure, whatever. Here's some money. <laughs> like, that, gone are those days of TV. Yeah. But yeah, that that was a real low point in TV. I always consider, but no, Burning Love was a scripted like make fun of like the Bachelor. It's on Hulu again. On this Hulu, you guys should sponsor me because you're my favorite app, and I always like talk about you because it's the one with all the good TV. Yeah. But yeah, Burning Love was on E, 
And it was basically just like a mock bachelor from Ken Marino and his wife. Like, um, he was on the state. I was like, I'm getting a lot of looks like, who the fuck is Ken Marino? Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Um, did you see the Reno 911 movie? Oh, <laughs> like the- wait, is he the one that wears the really small shorts? No, that's oh. <laughs> uh, Thomas Lennon, uh, Lieutenant Daigle. No, he wasn't one of the main people, but like he was on the state with them. Like the sketch comedy out of Chicago like show they had like... I'm trying to think. Do you ever see Role Models? Yes. yes. He wrote that, and he's the stepdad. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, so, yeah, that guy. He's very attractive. Um, But, yeah, he and his wife had it, and, like, Adam Scott is in it. And, yeah, it was like, like a fake yeah, bachelor with comedians. Like, yeah. yeah. It's pretty funny, like, because you'll see, like, big stars show up, like, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny because they do like a bachelor, a bachelorette season, season, and then a bachelor in paradise sort of thing, which is like where they have all the favorite people come back. Like, yeah. Oh, did you guys watch Veronica Mars? No. No. Oh my God, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's kind of a little surprised you didn't. I know. I, know. I, I thought know. that would be up your alley. Yeah, because I was like, oh, he was Vinny Van <laughs> and like. And there was a lot of people from Veronica Mars and Burning Love because, oh. like, Kristen Bell shows up and yeah. Ryan Hansen. But I'm like, oh, man. So, y'all have some homework to do. Yeah. Because <laughs> Veronica Mars, unfortunately, isn't streaming for free anywhere yet. But Hulu will be getting all of it before they Can get the show. Can you watch it on the CW Seed? Uh, no. Uh, like, wait, is because- Veronica Mars back? Oh, yeah. yeah, I know, I know yeah. it's supposed to be coming back, but did it start airing already? Not yet. Yeah. Hulu oh, okay. has that new season in the summer, and I think they'll finally put those back on there. I just own the DVDs because it's such a good show. But. Yeah, I remember they had that like big campaign where they were like, bring back Veronica Mars. And... Yeah, they got worked. a movie, yeah. and then now a reboot. Like, well, basically, it's like a continuation because mm. no one else could play Veronica Mars. Yeah. But it was like, you know, nice, strong woman show. Like They should do like... Victoria Mars, Veronica Mars's sister. No, I would be to that. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. My idea was dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I always pitch a like a basically lethal weapon in space for Green Lantern. Like, um, like basically, Nathan Fillion is Hal Jordan, and then Damon Wayans Jr. is John Stewart, and it's like the old guy, young guy, like but flipped. And, um, space. So I'm not a great movie. And WB just has my picture up over there. Told me not to come over there and keep pitching that. No. <laughs> so I get there's, there's some pictures dumb anymore. pictures out there that you think are great. Yeah. But well. Watch Veronica Mars. I think we have successfully uh-huh. seen the bright side of reality TV. Yeah. There and is I, some. I was going to say, I, I watch way more of it than I thought I did. Yeah. Danica, hey. what? Stop smiling so big. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> you can't see me. I yeah. do that all the time. <laughs> like, She's like dancing. Oh wait, you can't see me. <laughs> I know. Forever, I did like video and audio at After Buzz. So like, it's funny. You still get where you do the hand motions and yeah. everything. And I'm like, no. Nah, Sometimes for audio, when like, we record, nobody. I'll even like go to show something to the camera and then realize that we don't have a camera rolling. Yeah. <laughs> just gotta look. And it's like when I look she'll at be like, computer. she'll be like, I'm going to put this on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, any final thoughts on the bright side of reality TV as we wrap up here? No matter your reasoning, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's not as terrible as I believe it is. All right. I feel like that was success. And same thing. I'm like, huh, well, there is some reality TV I respect that doesn't just involve Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. But even if it was just Gordon Ramsay, that would be fine, too. Here I am, Marie Kondo. That's my, those are my guys. And Jersey Shore. Woo! (laughs) Yeah. Because that's the thing is, Jersey Shore is at least entertaining. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where's the beach? (laughs) (laughs) The best episode. You're on the beach. (laughs) And she just face plants into the sand. (laughs) And then they're all like, Nicole got arrested. What? She got drunk on the beach. (laughs) Like, like, oh. Oh. I could go on about that. I could could just go on about that for forever. (laughs) That episode. My goodness. (laughs) See, you know, you have some positive reality TV moments. Most of mine come from the soup, like chicken tetrazzini. (laughs) I just know a lot of drops from reality TV. Or, oh, one last thing. Do you guys remember, did you ever watch the soup where they talked about Ma at Stroker's Dallas, the old lady who worked at the biker bar? I have never watched the soup. Oh, my God. I definitely watched the soup. Um, It sounds familiar. Yeah. I went to Stroker's Dallas, and it was a pretty cool place, but Ma does not actually work there. That was all for fucking television, and that was when my heart sank. What like, show was that for? I don't even remember the uh, name for the show. I think it was just called Stroker's Dallas, like, because it's a biker bar, and it's pretty cool. But, like, I was very disappointed to know that, that that was all just for show, that Ma really didn't work there. So when I asked to meet her, they thought I was an idiot. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Your cat looks like Goose. Yes. (gasps) She's she's very Goose-like. Are you a flurkin? I know. I want to just pick her up and be like, hey. (laughs) Because now other people have seen the movie. I was like, oh, yeah, that one's at least out. I can say so. Yeah. Captain Marvel's my favorite. You want to make Nick Fury? Yeah. (laughs) Um, distracted by Banky, the cute kitty, um, who may or may not be a flirkin. Definitely has the personality traits of one. Yeah. Cute, cuddly, might bite your face off. Yeah, maybe. She does lick me in the face while I'm sleepy. (laughs) Cats are weird. They are. But where can they find you guys on social media if they want to keep up oh. the conversation with you? Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna do our spiel? Oh no. sure. Okay. Um Danica's Danica's really good at doing the professional. Oh yeah. Thanks. I was like, y'all like seem to rehearse the stuff like earlier and you're like podcast and like it was like, whoa, this is Oh, like, we just oh, say oh, it. Our, we just our say intro it. is I'm Dana, I'm Dana. Or it's yeah. actually hi Dana, hi Danica, and yeah. we'll say hi to each other. Yeah. Wow. But uh, you can find us on Instagram at I Know We Need Therapy. Uh, if you want to listen to our podcast, we are available on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Just type in I Know We Need Therapy. It should be the first thing that pops up once you get to like I Know We Need. Um, and our icon is two little uh, emojis, and mm-hmm. it's me and Danica, and she's got like this. Like, like real ah. like fun fun pose, and then I'm drinking one, <laughs> which is but, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And you guys want to throw out your socials, or do you want people to leave you alone? Um, mine is at Dana Elise or mm-hmm. at Next Stop Disneyland. I do Disney stuff. I love yeah. Disney, and 
And I'm Danica Wetica, if you yeah. want. <laughs> I always like to promote Danica Wetica. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. She also does not um, Instagram as much as I do. So. Yeah. So just Instagram, no Twitter. It's just. Uh, oh, uh, I do have Twitter. I'm I'm da- at uh, Dan- yeah. I'm Danica Wetica on everything. Should we redo? We don't have. Should we redo all of it? I feel like no. we've blundered. But we this. don't have a sh- we don't have a show one on Twitter. Just no. On yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I don't either. I'm like because my I don't like to split the audience. I already built up my other socials and I'm yeah. like I feel like eventually I'll just have them to have that. But yeah. I'm like honestly, all I do is like retweet stuff about Fall Out yeah. Boy. Yeah. Like Robin <laughs> so like if, if you want if you want that like I am your girl. Yeah. But otherwise. I'm, follow Dana instead. Yeah. <laughs> Just on, follow our show. <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I am at Dana Elise. And uh, on Instagram and Facebook, I am Next Stop Disneyland. <laughs> and on Twitter, I'm Next Stop Disney because Disneyland would not fit. <laughs> wow. They really threw off my branding there. I admit, I love Twitter because I have a blue check mark and it makes me feel special. Ooh. So, and also that's where I promote these podcasts is Instagram and Twitter. So to tag you guys, that's why I was like, oh, what are those things? <laughs> and, like, this is sort of me being like, hmm. I, I, like, I always forget that like when we do it on ours, we just do... I know we need therapy. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, we're guessing. Like, we haven't... Actually, this is our first time guessing. Is really? it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. On, so, on something like... This is our first um, time our first together for yeah. our podcast. Yeah, yeah. thank you so well, much fun. for having us on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, for ladies, for responding to my hoo-ha-ha post about wanting more people in yeah. here. Yeah, I literally... I and you'll like, come to ours? Yeah, of course, yeah. We're on a three-week break right now, Yeah, but we will be back in April. Yeah. But um, we, are, we do have 10-minute tidbits in the... So we have today's episode as our finale... And then the next three Mondays, we will have 10-minute tidbits, which that's oh, cool. just me and Danica going on for 10 minutes straight <laughs> about a topic. All right. Since this will air next Tuesday, I guess I should sign off here. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com so you can get back to getting booked.